Copycat, let's move. ABC Thursdays. Firefighters, we're family. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. The subject has explosive chemicals. Get down! With fiery romances. You're the love of my life. And Andy is finally in charge. I'm going to be the best damn captain the station has ever seen. Station 19, all new Thursdays, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Let me tell you a little bit about American financing. Uh, you could probably just go anywhere to, you know, get a mortgage. Uh, if you want to save money uh, with a mortgage refinance or debt consolidation loan, there is only one place that I recommend, especially now. Uh, I didn't represent this company. Uh, they first approached me in 2007 or uh 2008 early 2008 and i said i'm not talking about any mortgage company and they're like no 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 we're reaching out to you because we agree with you it's about to collapse and i'm like well and you're not part of it and they're like no we don't do those kinds of loans we stay we keep people safe and we listen to them I said, okay, well, I'll talk to you after the collapse. Well, I did, and they were fine. Uh, They're not part of the problem. They work for you, not the banks. Call American Financing at 800-906-2440. American Financing, 800-906-2440. Or you can go to AmericanFinancing.net. There's a lot to talk about today. Stand by. Buckle up. Here we go. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. Oh, Mark Meckler is in trouble today. I'll tell you that right now. He's been called to testify in front of the congressional hearing on what did you know? When did you know it? You terrorist on January 6th. And he said, "Nah, I don't think I'm coming. This is a this is a ridiculous kangaroo court. Uh, So now they say if he doesn't show up, he is going to be held in contempt of Congress. We begin there. Oh, also, John Kerry says, oh, yeah, I know the Uyghur slaves thing, but we got climate change to deal with. You won't believe some of the stories that are coming out today. Uh, Also, um, one of my personal faves is uh, how YouTube and Twitter and Facebook had their algorithm Squash people who say positive things about Kyle Rittenhouse. How if you are saying he's innocent, you're being suppressed. Wow, I thought we were just looking for the truth here. I I thought I thought when they were just looking for things, they were just looking, you know, to stop hatred and bigotry. Now, if you disagree with what they think on a case, you're suppressed. Welcome to America 2021. Can't wait till the new year. Coming up, it's Friday. Meadow. The Glenn Beck Program. Why did you say that? <laughs> sorry. I've... Mark Meadows. I'm sorry. Thank you very much, Stu. I don't know what I was 
Meckler's a friend of mine, a completely different... Uh, just say names. Don't just you say know names. what? Say names yeah. and say they're going to be in contempt of Congress. And I think what those people will be fine. What is wrong with me? Seriously, what is wrong with me? Cindy wrote in recently about her uh, remarkable experience with Relief Factor. She said, "I'm a skeptic uh, by nature, so I wasn't expecting much relief from Relief Factor. I suffer from severe back issues, have over a hundred surgeries on my body, and I suffer from MS." So pain has been with me my entire life. I can't take regular pain meds, so I ordered Relief Factor, figured I'd give it a try. I felt improvement in about 10 days. By the time my second shipment came, I would say my pain level was averaging a three. And to me, that is absolutely wonderful, especially when you've lived the last 40 years at an eight. Oh my gosh, Cindy, this makes me so happy. I would encourage anyone suffering from inflammation or painful joints to give Relief Factor a try. I think you're going to be pleasantly surprised. Relief Factor, it's not a drug, but it was developed by doctors, and about 70% of the people who try it go on to order more. Order the three-week quick start for $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com, 800-500-8384. relieffactor.com, 800-500-8384. Okay, give me an update on the uh, Mark Meadows story. Well, basically, they sent a, a, a letter yesterday. Yeah. Um, House Select Committee investigating the January 6th attack on the Capitol mm-hmm. uh, warned that Mark Meadows could be charged with contempt if he does not testify before Congress on Friday. He said f- the, the letter said failure to appear at the deposition by Meadows would be viewed as willful noncompliance. Oh, continue to go, Mark. Just don't. Do it. Continue to stand. I, I, I have to tell you, how dare you? Oh, really? I'm in contempt. I hold all of Congress in contempt. <laughs> so do the American people, typically. Yeah. Different kind of contempt, though. Usually when Congress asks you to come, even though it's annoying, you usually have to go. Oh, okay. And, all right. And uh, that's what Mark is going to have to deal with here. Yeah. Right? They're going to come yeah. after him, and they're going to push all the buttons they can push. I think of food university. I call it FU, but uh, that's what I think of. I don't know why. Uh, anyway, does he, does he have a state? Like, can he, what happens here? Eventually they just come and, and drag him in. Uh, what happens? Uh, I don't know. I, I, I know we reached out to Mark earlier today and he's talking to his attorneys to find out, figure, it, it out. If, figure out what he can say and what he can't. We've invited him on the show this morning. And uh, uh, I, I, I don't think uh that uh it's going to work out well for congress in the end go ahead i mean there are big separation of powers issues here obviously at play and he probably has a lot of wiggle room for those things to play out put him in congressional jail go ahead i mean honestly i don't think that's what he wants no it's not what he wants yeah, i'm sure I, he wants to stand up for what he believes i will is right. tell you enough is enough they're going to hold you in contempt Peter frickin' Schiff, or I mean to Peter, Adam Schiff, sorry, Adam Schiff, I, I, forget everything I say about names today, I don't know, it was a, it was a rough night last night, okay, I, but Adam Schiff, yeah. you're, you want, he's gonna hold me in contempt, you want me to answer to you, oh, not man. a chance, not a 
freaking chance. But I mean, you can say that all you want. When Congress uh-huh. starts saying we're going to put you in jail, usually yeah. opinions change. They do have power. Whether even though, like, the problem with Adam Schiff is that he was elected to Congress, but Congress has the power. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So uh-huh. at some point, there's going to be a fight between Congress and and the executive branch and, that's going to play out in the courts. Yes. Yes. And that and, is going to be when he needs to make eventually. The decision. I mean. You know, it's not like he's going to go do hard time yeah. in prison. And I'm not saying that every, everybody is different. Everybody is different. I wouldn't want to go to prison just yeah. because I didn't show up. Um, but I have to tell you, if if I did show up, I would probably end up in prison anyway, because <laughs> right. I'm not I am not playing their game. And I would seriously. I mean, I, you know, it's easy to talk big. Right. So I want to <laughs> yes. I want to make yeah. sure that you understand I'm not talking for Mark and I am and I am also saying this is the way I feel and I would hope that I would have the courage to go to prison. You might be following this closer than I am so this may be a dumb question but like what's what's his argument for not testifying? Like I mean I don't I assume he doesn't believe he did anything wrong. I mean I don't, I don't think Mark Meadows had anything to do with the January 6th attacks. Yeah, does it did, did he release a statement at all? I believe like the it. I believe the statement or I believe his intent is I you, you are you are bogus. This is a witch hunt. I'm not going. Right. I'm just not going to participate because this whole thing is whole a charade, thing is a sh- which yes. it does seem to be just a, no. a large political action by the Democrats. Again, like there are answers to now, things that happened around January 6th that I think could be interesting to know. Right? Yes. Uh, yes. You know, there's a lot of stuff around that. We discussed those issues. Exactly uh, right. But this does not seem to be there's at a all lot a sincere of th- effort. There are a lot of things that we need to talk about that uh, about uh, the plight of African-Americans in our inner cities. And there's lots of things that we should discuss that are serious that a lot of people who actually marched didn't loot actually were trying to say when they were on the streets peacefully protesting with Black Lives Matter. There's a lot, but I am not going to a Black Lives Matter uh, run kangaroo court. You know what I mean? Because they're not seriously looking for answers. Nobody is seriously looking for answers on January 6th. I think I think all of us looked at January 6th and we had two feelings. Now, this might piss you off, but this is the way I felt. I saw that and I went, what the hell are you doing? I immediately saw that and thought this is this is going to kill any chance of of being free if this goes further than it already is. This is a really bad thing. I have nothing to do with it. I don't want ever to be associated with people like that. That was my first feeling. My second feeling was, come on, Trump. Come on, come on, come on. Stand up, stand up, stand up. Just get on television right now and say, this is not uh, America. We don't do that. If he would have done that, I think a lot, all of this would have been over. All of this would have been over. But he didn't. He did. He did later. But but it wasn't wasn't effective and it wasn't as quick. Right. Okay. Um, and that's the way that's the way I felt. So I want I want a full investigation because I am no longer convinced that the FBI wasn't involved in that. 
Yeah, that's and that's what I think. There's both sides of it, right? There's yeah. all sorts of questions. I, I, look, the guy as a person who cares about history, I want to know what happened in the lead up to that. Correct. Event. I want to know if there was uh, FBI involvement. Uh, if there were, uh, you know, they just released a, a whole report on this that said the overwhelming majority of people who were there had no pre-planning, no... Yes. It's the exact opposite of what we've oh, been told exactly for right. months and months and months exactly and months right. and months. I do want that information to come out. I want out. that information. Here's so another know. thing. The guy with the buffalo head, you know, the guy with the horns and he's like, Grr! that guy, I think that guy should go to jail. But they just gave him like five and a half years in prison. Excuse me? What did he do? They say he was inciting. I think the guy is unstable, quite honestly. Have we checked his mental health? I think he might be unstable. He was carrying a spear. <laughs> you think so? Oh, yeah. Really? This- a guy carrying a spear and a buffalo head, you think he might be? Really? Can I get- Five and a half years. Why? Because he was the iconic person there we don't put people in prison for longer prison terms because they were the image of something i'd have to go back this is in one of your books but the average amount of time spent in prison for a child molester is like two and a half years oh by the way Uh, so uh, five and a half a little excessive for the guy with the horns have you heard uh matt is now the new thing for pedophile it's not pedophile you can't say pedophile anymore it's Mm. matt it's i'm gonna mature a traction oh no yeah no they did not really come oh up yeah with an oh yeah it is it is <laughs> no it is good check my tweet from last night because I, I found it last night check my twitter okay. twitter feed um and uh i, I mean it's like uh, do we have a do we, here it is this is a clip listen to this so much for that question this is a um, associate I the term professor attracted person or map uh in the title and throughout the book for multiple reasons map? um first map. of all yeah that's because it. i think it's important to use terminology for groups that members of that group want others to use for them um oh, and oh, map yeah, advocacy groups they should like before definitely have, that. Um, have advocated for use of the term map map um they've advocated for it primarily because it's less stigmatizing than other Mm -hmm. terms like pedophile yeah Uh, a lot of people when they hear the term pedophile they automatically assume that it means a sex offender yeah and that isn't true and it leads to a lot of misconceptions Mm -hmm. about attractions toward minors right um, I've definitely heard the idea point. that you brought up, though, that the use of the term minor attracted person suggests that it's okay to be minor attracted, attracted person. Uh, but using a term that communicates <laughs> yeah, who someone is attracted to uh, doesn't indicate anything about the morality of that attraction. No, no. Just because you're attracted to minorities, I mean, to uh, minors, just because you're attracted to an eight year old. That, uh, that doesn't say anything about you. Yes, it does. It says that you are sick. You're sick. Okay. Mm. There's something that didn't fit right. There's something that's not maturing in you. There's some problem. If you are attracted to little girls or little boys, there is something deeply wrong with you. Period. Yeah, but we're going to use the the name of the group that they want, Map? right? Map? We want to make sure we're using whatever yeah. thing they prefer. I'm correct? thinking. I'm thinking, Stu, that I won't uh. even ask for Google maps. Mm-hmm. I want to change. <laughs> I want a different word for action. 
actual maps. I'm going to be that far away from the word map. I was going to say, because you initially said it was Matt, and that would suck for Matthews oh, all across it all it across would. the country, as bad it as would. it is for Karens right now. Yeah. Um, but let me give you this. This is from the Washington Post, Glenn. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The Washington Post. Washington Post. Big conservative outlet, oh, as you know. Big, big, big. Court records show the vast majority mm-hmm. of the roughly 650 people federally charged in the riot were not part of far-right groups or premeditated conspiracies. I'm sorry, to say that again. I'm sorry. This is a Washington, Washington Post, Post again. It's like the it's like the National Review. Go right. ahead. Vast majority of the roughly 650 people federally charged in the riot. Vast majority mm-hmm. of the 650 people charged were not were not not were not part of far right groups or premeditated huh. conspiracies to attack the Capitol. Rather, that is many were an array of everyday Americans huh. that included community leaders. Small business owners, mm. teachers, teachers, and yoga instructors. I knew those damn teachers and yoga instructors. Mm-hmm. You get the yeah. yoga people and the teacher people together. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. I'm surprised they weren't making crack labs in the hallways. Uh, yes. Now, there are, we, to be fair, lots of yoga instructor-based insurrections throughout history. They're littered with them. I mean, almost every well, single insurrection begins with yoga instructors. Hot yoga. Hot yoga. It, it's usually it's hot, hot yoga. But that's it's too hot. It's just They're like, I can't too- take it anymore. <laughs> It's too hot, this yoga, and they overthrow governments. One, it happens. One wore his work badge. What, what? One wore his work badge. A hot Another, yoga instructor? No, they're, okay. they're just saying just one people. of the regular. Okay. Another, a jacket with the phone number of his work on the back. Okay, so these, these are, are not th- people who came for a hmm. an insurrection or a premeditated no, wait a overthrow wait a the government wait a minute festival. wait a minute are you saying that when antifa opens up their umbrellas it's to hide their faces or what they look like yeah because i always thought it was going to be mm-hmm. about rain and mm. they would have the phone number of where they can where they can be called uh-huh. you know on their back. And you can mock Antifa all you want, but they were way out ahead of the COVID thing. Long before it even arrived, they were wearing masks. Yes. So thank there goodness you go. For them. <laughs> thank goodness for them. Uh, we haven't even started yet. We haven't even mm. started. It's going to be a very interesting and I think very frank day because Stu took me to Rocky Four last night. Yes, the director's cut. And if you thought it was good in the eighties, <laughs> you should see that movie forty years later. It was fantastic. Thank so you. I'm, glad. I'm, glad I'm in it. a more of an honest move and mood today. <laughs> All right, here we go. Uh, let me tell you about American financing. American Financing, NMLS one eight two three three four. www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Stu, can I ask you a question before I get into the commercial? Sure. Have you ever, quote, adopted the attitude of the great Negro, end quote? Uh, no, 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 President Biden. I have not done that. Oh, what, do, what, do you, mm-hmm. what are you talking about? Uh, I believe you're talking about Satchel Paige, mm-hmm. played in the Negro mm-hmm. Leagues, mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. uh, what mm-hmm. was the name of the league. Mm-hmm. However, mm-hmm. you wouldn't want to say it how you just said it. Well, that's, a, that's what he said <laughs> That yesterday. is a quote, a direct quote. Are you saying that he said something wrong? Because I'm on Snopes. Oh, okay. And Snopes has an awful lot to say about this. About that? Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to hear. Uh, American financing. Let's talk about uh, equity benefits uh, for a while. Let's talk about it right now. The uh, mortgage rates are still low because they're eventually going to rise. Uh, but now they're freaking out because they can't raise the rates 
otherwise the whole system falls apart. So when they start to raise the rates, it's going to not be so good. Okay. Uh, and it's going to get harder and harder for you to get a loan. Please, please, if you want to get a mortgage, if you want to refi, if you want to consolidate your loans, there's nothing better that you could do than pay off those loans to Citibank and Visa and all these other bums. Pay those things off. Get out from paying them all of that interest. American Financing can help you do it. 800-906-2440. AmericanFinancing.net. 800-906-2440. 10 seconds, station ID. Ah. Snopes. Mm. Okay, can you give me the... Do we have the audio here of uh, Joe Biden? Yeah, here's Joe Biden uh, yesterday. You know, I've adopted the attitude of the great Negro at the time, pitcher in the Negro Leagues, went on to become a great pitcher in the pros in the Major League Baseball after Jackie Robinson. His name was Satchel Paige. Yes, the great Negro. Okay. Thank you, uh, Grandpa. Uh, what he's what Snope says about this is ultimately Biden's fractured antidote appears to be aimed at conveying to Blinken that he was only as old as he felt. While he what? did, while he did indeed utter the words "I've adopted," quoting the attitude of the great Negro, end quote, and said them in that order. The context surrounding that sentence fragment does not support the claim or implication that Biden called or referred to Satchel Page as the great Negro. <laughs> Excuse me. What? What kind of Russian gymnast do you have to be to twist your mind up into how many knots to get that to be reality? And by the way, by the way, I said, thank you, Grandpa. Because one of the excuses is, look, he's just old. He's from a different. You know what? I don't think that Donald Trump is that many years younger than uh, than Biden. Yeah. Not that many years. He's a grandpa, too. It feels like and he would never say that he would never say that. It does feel like Joe Biden's a lot older than Donald Trump, but he's not. He's only a few he's years not. older. He's not. It just feels that way when you watch them speak, when you see their energy. I mean, it, it does seem like Donald Trump is much more on the ball than Joe Biden is. I mean, I, you know, you might not like Trump. You might not like what he says when he's on the ball, but he does seem like he's on the ball. Joe Biden does not. <laughs> now, I, I don't. It appears that Biden was going to describe Satchel Page as the great pitcher in the Negro Leagues. When the words came out, as I've adopted the attitude of the group. <laughs> Can't even get through it. <laughs> it is an amazing, oh, amazing, amazing thing. You know, thank, I have to thank you for Rocky Four last night because that just swinging in the ring mm. just was strangely satisfying. And kicking the butt out of the, so- of the yeah, Soviet Union. Yeah, the Soviet Union. Union yeah, just going in and just swinging and swinging hard <clears throat> and seeing the little guy win mm. in the end. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Okay, if you're like me, if you're not sleeping, 
you're kind of daydreaming about sleeping. Is it just me? Uh, if you want a great night's sleep, my pillow can help you in multiple ways. The pillow is fantastic. Uh, the sheets are unbelievable. Really, truly. It's, I think it's the best thing that they make because you can't. I mean, I'm a sheet snob. And I, I say that until I go to the store and I look at the price of sheets. And I'm like, it's a bunch of cotton. You didn't have to put a button in it or anything. What are you talking about? They're wildly expensive for really good sheets. And I'm a sheet snob. I don't know what to do until you go to MyPillow.com. Their Giza Dream Sheets are unbelievable. And right now you can get them at a fraction of the price. And Mike Lindell is extending his uh, money-back guarantee until March 1st of next year. So you give it as a Christmas present. Order now. Enter the promo code back at MyPillow.com. MyPillow.com or call 800-966-3117. Head over to BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. Promo code is Fauci Lied. It's for the special coming up this week. And you'll save 25 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. Who and what is really behind the pandemic? Who profits from the pandemic? What are the true origins of the virus? There have been disturbing revelations about the vaccine and why it's being pushed so hard. And it's time perhaps that we ask dangerous, forbidden questions surrounding COVID-19 and the pandemic. Big tech and the government are doing everything they can to stifle the truth. Because if we... If we did start to ask these questions, we would no longer tolerate the draconian measures put into effect. This is the reason to watch next Wednesday night's two-hour live commercial-free special done by me. The probably the most dangerous chalkboard I have ever done. One of the biggest reveals is the federal government's troublesome connection with Big Pharma. A huge conflict of interest, but also a disturbing breach of trust between the American people and the government elected by them. Most disturbing of all is the trail of emails showing a cover-up executed by a coronavirus cabal. And it is a cabal. They were more interested in protecting their legacy and their money than saving lives. This is next Wednesday, November 17th, 8 p.m., blazetv.com slash Glenn. I urge you to watch this. We're putting it on YouTube. <clears throat> Doubt it will make it for the first 15 minutes, but maybe it is. Um, it is uh, a very important special. Watch it with a friend. You can be a subscriber at Blaze TV and make sure that you see it and have it but we urge you to watch it I'll watch it with a bunch of people so you can discuss it afterwards following the special steve dace will give his unthrottled reaction uh and your too dangerous for big tech questions live only next wednesday night on blaze tv from blaze tv and uh, radio is pat gray from pat gray unleashed hi pat hi glenn i'm excited about your special it sounds fun <laughs> you know i've i've seen the uh, youtube rules uh and they are about five pages very fine print five mm -hmm. pages of what can be said what can't be said yeah 
We have to edit everything for YouTube almost every day. Oh, yeah. Almost every day. Yeah. So, I mean, it is there is no such thing as unfiltered speech. Did you see what Twitter was doing yesterday for Kyle Rittenhouse? No, they were suppressing anyone who said he's clearly innocent. They were suppressing that. I mean, there is no such thing as freedom of speech anymore in America. There's just Mm -hmm. not. You can't say that is the public square. Social media yeah. is the public square. It's, it's tough because it's still their website. So that's why they are able to do these things legally. But you we know, are it's not moving, the public square, we, even though we, th- we want it to be the public square, I guess. We are moving towards the metaverse. Yeah, no, look, I mean, there's arguments to be made. A lot of people make them about that it should be thought of as the public square. Legally, right now, it's not, though. Yeah, well, and that's why they can do all this I, stuff. I just want you to know... Do you have something you want to talk about, Pat? Because I'd love to get your reaction on something. But do you have something you want to bring up? No, you can. Okay. So <clears throat> are you familiar with the metaverse? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So everybody thinks, oh, that's uh, that's Facebook. Why are they metaverse? That's ridiculous. Blah, blah, blah. No, no, no. We are so far ahead on the metaverse and you don't even know it. I, I want to tell you that on Wednesday, uh, the World Economic Forum held the great narrative And they've been promoting this. And what I'm going to read to you is on their website. Now, remember, the World Economic Forum just partnered with the Biden administration to bring these things back there to bring these things into America. We are now partnered with uh, 20 different companies, public, public, private partnership and the World Economic Forum. This is build back better. So the great narrative was the uh, conference that is happening this week uh, to design the future. Now, I want you to just listen. This is how they opened it. Design the future, the story for the future. In order to shape the future, you have to imagine the future, design the future, and then execute. Over the next two days, they will decide how we decide, how we execute the great narrative. But the great narrative is, is, what is tomorrow going to look like globally? The world has gone through a very difficult time. People are now looking for transformation. But the world needs a new blueprint, a new narrative. Why? Because 1% own more wealth than 7 billion. Almost half the population lives in under $6 a day. Because the last 60 years were the warmest on record. We can't afford to waste more time on denial of climate change because our digital world will be as important as our physical world. By 2025, there will be five times more devices than people on this planet because both to inspire hope and action, government first and foremost are in the business of installing hope. Governments are instituted among men to, oh, protect these rights. I'm sorry. I thought it was um, install hope. Imagine what role the government should play to install this new narrative. A whole government approach is not enough. All of humanity approach is needed. Collectively, we are the author of this new chapter. The future belongs to those who can imagine it and implement it. How can we design the government to be future citizen ready? 
how to lead the world into sustainable and a better future. What will be the great narrative? When we look at the world today, difficulties shape the future. Three obstacles. First, after the pandemic, people have become much more self-centered. Really, that's the big... Hmm. What role is what is the role of government looking at our current position in human history? We sit at the second of the first minute of the first day of the first year. Human evolution to the wheel to today with technology in 50 years. It will be totally different. The pace we've grown has been massive, but we are putting our life onto one platform the future will be based on the platform we design now. Does anybody think so far this is a little spooky? Mm. The job is to bring people and humility together. Hmm. And humility. How is this great government going to make us find humility? Technology. Uh, let's say, let's see. Uh, the job is to bring people and humility together. Technology and to bring uh, and to bring better for our humanity. Obviously translated. Uh, how do you see the global future collaboration? Hopefully, in optimistic terms, we know the world isn't inclusive or sustainable enough. But we cannot forget the amount of progress made in 50 years. We know the tensions like USA and China, but we have always have common interests. They want stronger cooperation between the U.S. and China, including environmental issues. Don't leave it alone to governments. Business and science need to play a part. Combine the common interest. Make short-term compromises for long-term change. We are in a new transformation of humankind. If you want to change humanity, we must change the world. Let us use our energy to create a great narrative for humankind in the next two days. Take our own fate into our own hands. And who's that from? The World Economic Forum wow. and the Great Reset. Jeez. Is that wow. not freaking terrifying? Yeah. Incredible. I mean, I, they do seem like they're much further along uh, than they than are. The hey, well, Facebook's changing their name. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's a lot. No, uh, it's a lot is, further along than they, that. This is so far along, and uh, we are not invited to the table. Humanity is not invited to the table. Mm -hmm. Just our overlords are invited to the table, and they mm -hmm. will decide for us. This is the scariest thing I've ever seen because it's not just America. This is the world. Yeah, they are everybody's playing, on board with it. Yeah, they are playing for the world. And they're using the same verbiage, too. They're all doing the oh, yeah, build, build back, back better. better thing. Oh, yeah, that, which all is that. the Great Reset. Yeah. And by the way, I just want to say this. We're looking for, let's see, we know the tensions like USA and China, but we have common interests. We want stronger cooperation, USA and China, including environmental issues. Don't leave it alone to the governments. Combine the common interest. Make short-term compromises for long-term change. Now let me play you what John Kerry said yesterday about China and the Uyghurs. How in, your, in the several months of meetings uh, behind the scenes with China, did you bring up some of those very contentious issues, um, such as the use of forced labor in Xinjiang for, uh, for building solar panels? How did you address it, and 
how did you kind of overcome that in reaching this final? Well, we're honest. We're honest about the differences, and we certainly know uh, what they are, and we've articulated them. And but that's not my lane here. That's uh, my job is to be the climate guy. You also had Nancy Pelosi say we have to get climate change done uh, and we can't get bogged down with the Uyghur slaves. John Kerry is currently fighting legislation to to uh, ban anything made by slaves in China. This is the cooperation. This is the kind of uh, uh, short term compromises that will uh, show us in the future. Uh, and whole race of people have been wiped out back in just a second. More with Pat in just a second. Ten, uh, let me uh, get first give you uh, our commercial break. It's rough greens. Warren lives in Texas. He wrote in about his dog's experience with rough greens. He says our dog Pidge absolutely loves rough greens. Can't wait uh, to see her attack her food. This is such a Texas. I can't wait for Pidge to just attack her food. Um, she is, uh, she's fed and she just attacks the bowl. We recently started with rough greens and she is one happy, playful dog of nine years. Thank you. Rough greens. Warren, thank you for writing in pidge. Interesting name seems to be short for pigeon, but you know, well, I'm not one to complain. My dog's name is Uno. Speaking of Uno, I know what Warren is talking about. Uno attacks his food now. Rough Greens, not a dog food, something you put on top. It has all the nutrients that your dog needs. You can get a free bag of Rough Greens for your dog to try out. All you pay for is shipping. Just go to roughgreens.com slash Beck, roughgreens.com slash Beck, or call 833-GLEN-33, 833-GLEN-33. Call them today. This is the Glenn Beck Program. So... Pat Gray has a cookie company, um, and uh, come on in, uh, Stu. Just go ahead and cross the camera line. Jeez, what a... <laughs> anyway, uh, so he has a cookie company, and um, he is... And this is not because we're fat. No. This is because <laughs> we are the taste testers, right? Yes, I mean, you that's can't... Right. You don't that's know right. what to recommend. Yeah, no idea. No I have no idea. idea right now. Right. Okay. Right. So. So what do we what do we have? So here? we we're, we've got a special thing coming out on Black Friday, a special box of stuff. I'm not even. I don't know if I'm even supposed to say they're cookies, but we do have a cookie <laughs> company. So that might be a clue. They are cookies. You know, they are I'm cookies. I'm pretty sure we're not selling socks. Okay. On so the what day is after. it we're supposed to uh, try? Uh, try in, any and all of them. Anything that looks good, go ahead and try they it. All just, look good. Don't say the name of the cookie because that's supposed to be secret too. But these are not not all these, these are, are approved yet. No, they're they're the ones that we're gonna. Oh my god! Send out. Isn't that incredible? Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, yes, it's yes. really really good. Oh my gosh, that is like pie. Yeah, I know it's it's delicious. It that really is, is honestly that my might be my favorite oh one my right gosh. now. My grandmother, mm. completely unrelated to the cookies, <clears throat> my grandmother used to make <laughs> lemon pie, lemon meringue pie. <laughs> And again, that's completely unrelated to what oh we're talking gosh, about. That though. is unbelievable. Yeah, it's so good. I I, I don't know. Like you said, my the... wife is, there's something weird going on there. She's. Is this the cake magic? One? Yes. I... Oh, my God. My dad used to make. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. 
she's a witch. Yeah, that's. I mean, she's really good. I, I don't know where she comes up with these flavors, but these are all the special ones because we've got the fall line out right now. These and are that's honestly, separate to these. These are better than having a pie after mm. dinner. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, my and God. there are fewer calories than eating a whole pie, too. So Barely. Um, <laughs> <laughs> They're so good. To say oh, that sorry. Part. They're so good, though. This yeah. is, uh, and then there's that one. Oh my god, I like that one too. That's really good. So this is coming out on. Uh, you go to kexy.com. Oh my gosh, that's sign good. up for it. Oh my gosh, that's good. How long does it take? Or mm. why is it? Mm. Why is it? I mean, honestly, mm-hmm. I grew up in a bakery mm-hmm. for five generations. I've never tasted cookies anything like this. Yeah. I know she's how really she, good. Why, but how? I don't know how oh she, I don't. Gosh. I don't know. She goes to the kitchen and just comes home oh with try gosh, this. Try this. I think this is really good. Uh, yeah, These that's my incredible. new favorite. This is this is this is what you get if you're going to oh Thanksgiving. Or yeah. you're going to oh, you, this one. I guess these you don't, go to somebody's house or and like you Christmas dinner, and you bring mm-hmm. these as like the as, I would as your, these, your contribution. I would eat these. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. I pie and ice cream after. Lots of mm. ice cream, lots of pie. <laughs> I would just, because we warm them up in the microwave for like 15 seconds. Yeah, if you do that, then they're really oh like my fresh gosh. out of the oven. They're, they're incredible. They're incredible. I mean, that, these are all incredible. There's one in here that I won't, it's like a, I don't know, you would think it's a controversial flavor. That's, that's mm-hmm. the way I would summarize it. <laughs> yeah. This it's a breakfast cookie. Mm-hmm. This one. Mm-hmm. It's a, but this, this controversial flavor is really good. Yeah. Oh, you, you yeah. do like it? Oh, uh, yes. that's a controversial one? Yeah. You probably and could say is, there's some sweet and savory. There's a savory there. one in there. This yeah. is yeah. very savory, the way you've described it. it I, you, would I think look, it, you like that, too? I haven't had it yet. Oh. You would not think of it as a cookie. No, you wouldn't. But tell me that's not... <laughs> that's serious, <laughs> man. <laughs> Kexi.com, if you'd like to. Uh, how do you spell that? breakfast cookie. That is a breakfast cookie. K-E-K-S-I.com. Dot com. Yeah. Dessert, Great for the holidays. breakfast. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm going to be 10,000 pounds when we get back. <laughs> Worth every <laughs> pound. Fantastic. Fantastic, yeah. Pat. I don't know how she does it. I Kexi. don't Kexi.com. This is the Glenn Beck Program.